Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that head lice can help us to analyse the remains of our ancestors. Grain apparitions scurry silently down hirsute paths, nestled amongst the cloying warmth of flaking skin, Their crude cement seeps across the contours of our ancient scalps, fixing oval shells between seams of folded flesh and swaying stalks. In search of lives once lived, we comb through fraying manes, our past preserved in bonds more fierce than bone or tooth or claw. Tenderly we run fingers through hair, tracing histories to the withered stem of every root. This poem is inspired by recent research published in Molecular Biology and Evolution, which has found that head lice and their eggs can provide clues about ancient people and migration. When examining the DNA of our ancestors, scientists have tended to extract samples from the dense bone of the skull or from inside teeth. However, these are not always available, and it can be unethical or against cultural beliefs to take these samples from indigenous early remains. Such destructive sampling methods also cause severe damage to the specimens that can compromise future scientific analysis. As such, it is necessary to develop alternative techniques that enable us to analyse the remains of our ancestors in a less invasive manner. In this new study, researchers have demonstrated how head lice and their eggs can be used to provide a potential solution to this problem. Head lice are tiny insects that live in hair, and knits are the empty egg cases attached to hair that head lice hatch from. Most ancient humans carried head lice and their knits can often be found in historical hair specimens. In this new study, Researchers found that human DNA can be extracted from the cement that head lice use to glue knits to human hairs. By examining this knit cement from a number of mummified remains, the researchers were able to show that it contained the same concentration of DNA as a tooth and twice as much from a bone. Some of the mummies that were examined in this study came from Calingasta, a region from the province of San Juan in Argentina, and by comparing their knit cement extracted DNA to samples from other specimens, the researchers were able to show that the original people of Kalingasta migrated from Amazonia about 2,000 years ago, a journey of over 5,000 kilometres. The results from this study thereby demonstrate that this knit cement can be used to enable more samples to be studied from human remains, especially in cases where bone and tooth samples are unavailable. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Greying apparitions scurry silently down her suit paths. Nestled amongst the cloying warmth of flaking skin, their crude cement seeps across the contours of our ancient scalps, fixing oval shells between seams of folded flesh and swaying stalks. In search of lives once lived, we comb through fraying manes, our past preserved in bonds more fierce than bone or tooth or claw. Tenderly we run fingers through hair, tracing histories to the withered stem 
of every root. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading What DNA Knows by Charlotte Pence. Charlotte Pence is an American poet and a graduate of Emerson College and the University of Tennessee, where she obtained her PhD. Pence has two full collections of poetry, Many Small Fires, published in 2015, and Code, published in 2020. She's also the author of two award-winning poetry chapbooks and the editor of The Poetics of American Song Lyrics. Her poetry, fiction and creative non-fiction have recently been published in Harvard Review, Siwani Review, Southern Review and Brevity. She's the director of the Stokes Centre for Creative Writing and director of the Creative Writing Programme at the University of South Alabama. What DNA Knows by Charlotte Pence What is death to us? We've heard that myth, a ghost story to tell around a campfire, We're too busy to think. Our copies constantly clamour around our waists like children. They rush from their cramped classrooms into the red light of the first time, wanting a push on the swings. Surrounded by salty currents, how can we ask them to stay close? They backstroke, flipstroke, frontstroke towards the wide mouth of the deep where they break into form. They mortar, they solder, they tower. They make us proud and what is birth to us? Nothing and everything, we are one thing, desire. Isn't that what all gods are? More green, more grow, more grass. We direct circle time every second, crisscross applesauce, we'll sing song to them, pointing to the picture books that instructs initiation, elongation, termination. We know who can sit together and who can't keep their hands to themselves. So we have an order, T and A, C and G. Our voice drones on and on. A push, a pull, a parcel of wet letters to the messenger who waits in the hall ready to run and weave, to repeat and repeat and repeat. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening.